0: milk program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The first evaporated milk, Pep's Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Elvie Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) just 20 more days till Christmas, and it'll be a real Christmas with homemade cookies and candies. And do you know that with pet evaporated milk, you can make the most delicious Christmas cookies and candies you ever tasted? That's because pet milk is double rich, whole milk concentrated to double richness by evaporation. Made with pet milk, those holiday cookies and candies cost less, too, because pet milk, rich as it is, costs less generally than any other form of milk. Right now, your grocer is featuring Mary Lee Taylor's special holiday recipes. So tomorrow, go to your favorite grocery store and help yourself to one of the handy pet milk recipe folders for Christmas cookies and candies. And while you're there, get several cans of pet milk for making those good things extra good and for less money. That pet milk's the first evaporated milk. Get some at your grocer's tomorrow. <laughs> The McGees of 79 Wistful Vista are not the kind of people who are willing to go to just any old kind of a party, except at the drop of a hat. But somebody dropped a hat, and here, all dressed and ready to go, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Tell me, dearie, Hmm? uh, how
1: did Mayor Latrivia happen to ask us over for dinner tonight? He must be socially desperate. No, I, I think he done it just to be tactful, kiddo. Tactful? Yeah. You see, I met him downtown this morning and asked him, did he want to go bowling tonight? And he said he couldn't. He was having some people over for dinner. And I says who? And he says, oh, just a few friends. And I says well, that's wonderful. What time? And he says, about seven. And I says shall we dress? And he says, it might be a good idea. It's a cold day. And I says okay, boy, we'll be there. <laughs> Oh, McGee, then we weren't really invited. Why, sure we were. Otherwise, why should he tell us what time to be there? About seven, he says. You forced him to say that? Huh? Call him up and tell him we can't be there. Look, see the trouble with women is they don't have a logical mind. If we weren't invited to this fish fry, then why should we say we can't come? And if we was invited, why don't we go? <laughs> see? Q-E-D. Quit educating Daddy. Well. But if it'll make you feel any better, I'll call the trivia and confirm the deal, okay? Wrap it up. I'll take it. Hand me the phone. Oh, no, I can't. By this time, he's went home. Gone home. Sure, but he couldn't have gone unless he had a wint, could he have?
2: How was that again, lover?
1: I says he must have went, and you says I should have said he must have gone, and I simply pointed out that he couldn't have gone unless he had a wint, could he have? <laughs>
2: the first 30-word sentence I ever heard with 63 grammatical errors
1: in it? I never would have believed it. Come in. Well, for goodness sake, Dr. Gamble. Hi, Fatso. Come in, Doctor. Thank you, my dear. Hello, Baldy. (laughs) What do you mean, Baldy? I got more hair than I ever had in my life. I was referring not so much to the outside of your head, egg face, but the inside. (laughs) I'll bet it's as bare and shiny as a third rail. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: doctor, did you come into our little home merely to insult me? Yes Good
2: <laughs>
1: Sit down and have a cigar and let's get at it No, 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 don't do that We haven't got time
2: We're on our way to a party, Doctor
1: At Latrivia's? Yeah, how'd you know? He asked me to stop by here and invite you You mean we hadn't been invited before, broad haunch? did, <laughs> did butter-thumb He's going to show his home movies that he took this summer. He knew you'd seen him, but he thought Molly might be amused.
2: Oh, I'd love it, Doctor. Now that it's official, I'll have a lot more fun. You know, I hate parties where I have to
1: eat standing up at the sideboard because I wasn't expected to come. <laughs> Who's going to be there? Some of our social equals, I presume, I hope. No, I don't think he's scraping the barrel that deeply.
3: <laughs>
1: These will all be nice people. Governor Olga Bright, Senator Toomey, Alderman Weingand... Mrs. J. Withers, Fetlock, so on. Mrs. J. Withers, Fetlock? Uh Isn't she that wealthy woman who raises horses outside of town? Uh The one that gives so much to the community chest they can't close the lid? (laughs) Yeah, she's got so much dough you'd think everybody'd hate her. But you know, everybody likes her. Yeah, she's a very nice woman. I've treated her for saddle blisters. (laughs) See you at the party, children. Seven o'clock and just... mm, I wonder who this is. Come in. Well, put a paddle wheel on my stern and call me Robert E. Lee if it ain't little Teeny.
2: Come on in, sis Hello
1: there, Teeny. Hello, Teeny. Hi,
2: Miss McGee. Hi, Doctor Gamble. See, I guess maybe I mustn't come in. I guess you're all dressed up for a party or something. Oh, we we we
1: got a few minutes, kid. You know Doctor Gamble, eh?
2: Yeah, I do, I betcha. He was at our house when the stork brought me.
1: I believe I was at that, Teeny. Mm-hmm. I have kind of a knack for being on hand for things like that.
2: Mm-hmm. But you slipped up the night the stork brought Willie, too. They had to take a taxi cab over to the hospital to find you.
1: Well, I always try to be hey, available. Hey,
2: Dr. Gamble, hey. Yes, Teenie? Look, how'd you like to make a deal?
1: Now, watch it, sis, watch it. I've made deals with this guy before. You'll be lucky to come out with all your bicuspids. Oh, me! Yeah. Pay no attention to him, teeny. As the world's greatest chiseler, he's never found out that a chisel is only good when it gets hit on the head. <laughs> What's the deal? Well,
2: <laughs> maybe it's kind of silly, maybe, but, well, I've always wanted a little brother. So, well, I'll trade you my tricycle, which all it needs is a little fixing, like two new wheels and one handlebar if you'll bring me a little brother. Little baby brother, hmm?
4: Will you
1: do it, hmm? Will you, hmm? <laughs> Please? I, uh, uh... <clears throat> I, uh, you wouldn't settle for a sister?
2: No, nope. Brother and nothing. Right. Firm deal. <laughs> if you want that tricycle, you better get busy,
1: doctor. Well, I'll do what I can, teeny, but I make no promises, you understand. I'll have to find out what kind of a stork the stork keeper has in stock. You have to go now?
2: Yes. I and Willie Toops are going to a birthday party tonight, and i got to go down to Kramer's drugstore and get my costume back.
1: Kramer, been wearing your costume,
2: sis? <laughs> no. Oh. I left it there to be fixed, I betcha.
1: Well, I didn't know Kramer repaired fancy dress costumes, Teenie. What kind of a costume was it,
2: teeny, and what's Mr. Kramer doing to it? Yeah. Well, it was a kind of a devil costume. Oh, that. Mm-hmm. I wore it on Halloween, and I got the tail tore off in a revolving door. <laughs>
1: What made you think Kramer's Drugstore would fix it?
2: They got a sign up there that says so. Hmm? It says, We Retail Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. See you, buddy. So long, everybody. Uh,
3: so long,
0: Billy Mills, the orchestra, and the best thing for you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
2: movies that the mayor is showing tonight, dearie, huh? and boy, are they awful.
1: Looked like they were took through a hole in a rubber boot from the back of a bouncing jeep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, home movies and babies.
1: If they're your own, they're wonderful. Yeah. Latrivia's as proud of them as if they were Daryl Zanuck's life work. I'm going to try to persuade him not to show them. Why, for goodness sake? Well, with the governor here tonight, I don't think it's safe. Uh-oh. Well, oh, here's Latrivia's house. Hmm, pretty fancy, eh? Mm-hmm. That he puts out more dough to keep that brass knocker shine than we do for FHA payments. <laughs>
2: independently wealthy, dearie. His family had money.
1: Yeah, and I always resent a politician who inherited money. Makes it too hard to accuse him of larceny. <laughs> well, here we are. Yes? You wished? No, we not. <laughs> Guest of the mayor, Buster. Me and Mrs. McGee. Oh, yes, quick. I was about
5: to suggest that you wipe your feet before entering. Mm-hmm. As I've been requested to show you every courtesy. One foot apiece will be sufficient. Thank you. Please come in.
1: Your hat and coat? Certainly, there is hat and coat. You think he just rents them for party? I was merely suggesting, madam, that I take his hat and coat and your wrap, madam. Here you are, Jeeples. Give me your coat, kiddo. I'll take the checks. <laughs>
3: the
1: checks will not be necessary, sir. Follow me, please. Dinner will be served. I'll host immediately.
6: Boy, that was good cherry cobbler. Wasn't it, Mrs. Fetlock? I don't know, Mr. McGee. I never eat sweet. Oh. throws me off my feet. I can't go the distance. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Looks
6: like you could use a few early morning workouts yourself. Ever clock yourself for a quarter mile?
1: No, (laughs) just for the short sprint. (laughs) Like to the dinner table and back.
6: Uh, Hey, Molly, you met Mrs. Fetlock? Yes, indeed. Uh, she's invited us out to her farm on of these days, and I'd love to go. You do that, Molly. Do that. It's only about five miles and three furlongs past the old brewery. You and your groom come on out and put on the feed bag with me any day, any day at all. About one o'clock is post time for the parade to the manger. Ah. <laughs> put us down as
1: an entry, sis. Uh,
6: speaking of eating, Molly, I've been watching your boy's performance tonight and I'd give him a 20,000-calorie (laughs) handicap with uh, no apprentice allowance. Mm. He busted out of the gate with a fork in each hand, moved over the rail with knife and spoon, went into the back stretch with gravy flying, and come under the wire leading by three cherry cobblers.
1: That was a wonderful dinner, Latrivia. Uh, thank you, McGee. I noticed you seem to be enjoying it. You know, I'm surprised you didn't ask the butler to wrap up a few pieces of that cherry cobbler to take home for the dog, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had a dog. Now, for that, I'd get one, boy. <laughs> that cherry cob... Oh, hey, look, about them movies you heard, Latrivia, take my advice and Mayor, whatever you... Mr. Mayor, mm-hmm. on, the
0: Oh, thank you very much, Wilcox. Uh, excuse me, Paul.
1: Hey, Latrivia, take my advice and don't show them movies. Before... Nice party, isn't it, Mr. Wilcox? McGee, help Mr. Wilcox set up the projector. Oh, no thanks, pal. I can handle it myself. Oh, let me give me a hand, Junior. There's very little to know about a movie projector that I'm thoroughly familiar with. <laughs> Here,
3: I'll be glad to give you Careful, a Careful, McGee.
1: You'll drop it now. Don't worry. I know what I'm... Oh, dear. <clears throat> Boy, am I clumsy.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Busted, is it, Junior? Can't show the movies?
0: No, no. It seems to be all right, pal. Mm. These are very sturdy machines. I'd better carry it myself, though. Uh, You plug this cord into the light socket. Even you can handle that.
2: What odds are you giving?
0: (laughs) How'd you get to be such an expert with a movie projector, Junior? Uh, At the office. We show pet milk films to the salesman every week. Oh? Had a dandy double feature this afternoon. The first one was titled Stir Crazy. Or You'll Go Mad About Pet Milk in Your Coffee. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sounds like quite an epic.
0: (laughs) How did the critics rate it? It was rated Evapo. Evaporated. Uh huh.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs>
0: and the other feature was called Treasury Agent, or They Thought She Had a Hidden Income because She Always Cooked with Double Rich Pet Milk. <laughs>
3: that was a good one.
0: Well, what was the picture about,
1: Junior? Let's go all the way with this. You know, conditions are perfect. New sponsor, uh-huh. cooperative comedian, Gabby announcer, short script. <laughs> Tell us, boy. Well,
0: (laughs) it's about a housewife who thinks her husband is suspicious of her.
3: Yeah? Yeah,
0: he goes to work late, dashes home early. Yes, yes, yes. Hangs around the house. Yes, yes. But it turns out that since she started cooking all his favorite family dishes with double-rich pet milk, he just hates to leave home.
2: (laughs) It's an Academy Award picture, or my name isn't Georgia (laughs) Diefender,
0: Well, go on, Milky. Carry on with your night. Okay, okay. Well, this little housewife, like millions of good cooks everywhere, loves to use pet milk, especially in making candies and cookies and and desserts, because it's made double rich by evaporation. And it's so nourishing and economical. Well,
2: now that we've heard all about the way you do things... uh,
0: And knowing that pet milk is so rich that they can use half pet, half water, or where the recipe calls for cream, they can use pet milk as is and get such delicious, satisfying, wholesome results. And now that I've put my plug in, you take this one and find a wall outlet, huh? will you? Oh, oh, oh! Okay.
1: Well, come on, Molly. Help me find a plug.
0: This project...
6: Oh, hi, Doc.
0: How you doing?
1: Hello, Cobbler-gobbler.
2: You're leaving, Doctor?
1: Yes, I just got a call from the hospital. One of my former patients dropped in and wanted to pay me for an operation. Oh. The bill is only three months past due, so they're holding him for observation. <laughs> Maybe post-operative shock, but he's probably just drunk. I'll be back later if I can. Hey, La trivia. I've got to leave now, but I wish... He'd... Well, plug in the movie machine, McGee. I'm anxious to see the picture. Oh, I'm not. If I could get a word in edgeways with the trivia about these movies, I'll bet, by gosh, oh, good, here he comes.
2: Who's the distinguished man with him? Well, with the red ribbon across his chest and all the merit badges. I don't know. The merit badges?
1: Well, I suppose he's some guy... Ah, uh, there you suppose. are, McGee. Uh, Molly, I don't think
0: you and McGee have met the plagiarian ambassador. Mr. Pravdovsky, Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Oh, hi,
1: Mac. How do you do, I'm sure. I take very deep pleasure to say how do, you do.
5: For a case like this, madam, I kiss the hand. Oh,
2: my goodness, that tickles.
5: <laughs> and for you, sir, I took your fist in my fist,
1: and we shook. da. <laughs>
0: Mr. Pravdovsky is a great statesman in his own country. Oh, is that
1: so? Yes. He's so beloved by his people, they've only tried to assassinate him five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded to me like they were trying very hard. Well, uh, how are things back home, Cy? Si? Back home in Flageria, sir, things is not so hot. Yeah? Everything is against.
5: Nothing is for. Huh? For every citizen of Flageria, we are watching him for secret policy. Pretty soon if everything goes good we have six police for every citizen.
3: <laughs>
5: then seven, then ten, then no citizens. Everybody's policemen. <laughs> then I go back, run for president, shoot all policemen, then everybody's citizen again, and we start
3: off.
1: <laughs> Very sensible. How do you like America, sir? America's wonderful place to be living in it. <laughs> Here is not always
5: looking over shoulder. Plagiaria is not knowing when he's walking feet forward and there's backwards, or we see Warsaw.
3: <laughs> well,
0: uh, I'll let you people talk.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I
0: have to visit with some of
1: my other guests. Uh, get that projector plugged in, William you, McGee? Oh. It's getting late. I want to show those movies. No, you don't, kid. Look, I've been trying to tell you why uh, later. Later, McGee. Later, later. Oh, but listen to me, you. Molly, Mr. Brodowski.
2: Certainly, Mr. Mayor. Arrivederci.
5: I speak 17 languages, two of them pretty good.
3: <laughs>
5: English, I do not speak so peachy because I've been so small in this country.
4: <laughs>
5: Maybe when I've been here bigger, I can talk gooder.
4: <laughs> for Jerry, I'm... Oh, oh, I'm, I'm
3: oh, a oh, oh. McGee, what did you do? <laughs>
1: Looks like I must have blew a fuse, kiddo. (laughs)
6: All right, folks, don't be alarmed. Just blew a fuse. We'll have it fixed in just a couple of hours.
0: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the King's Man and Peenies.
4: This is the story of the reindeer, a super extraordinary reindeer. He wasn't what a reindeer ought to be, for he had one peculiarity. Go on, Peeny, you tell him. Okay, fellas,
2: I'll tell him. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it.
0: guiding light. Oh, the face of won't ride tonight. Then along came Rudolph. Galloping, galloping,
4: galloping, galloping through the
2: stormy night. Lighting away before him with his little nose so bright. Then Santa Claus shouted, Rudolph!
4: Please guide us on our way. And the reindeer shouted, Rudy! Come along, we'll let you play. So Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Dixon and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Flipsin' away. Hope oh, that's play! Hey, hey, hey! hey. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Brighter than a neon sign. There used to be eight reindeer, Now there always will be nine. Now don't you worry if you should see stormy weather on Christmas Eve. That will find his way to you. Plus, Rudy is equipped with radar, too. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. reindeer, cause Rudolph takes the day for little children,
1: yes, Rudolph, the red of the reindeer here today, that's the end of the story, I'll betcha. All right, all right, everybody, if you'll find chairs, we're about to show the movie. Oh, yeah alright 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 have you. Will you listen to me a minute? Oh, certainly, McGee. What
0: is it? Uh, I don't think you ought to show these pictures. Oh, wait a minute, you... wait a minute. Governor Argabright doesn't seem to be able to find a chair. I'll be right with you, Governor. Well, you
2: don't seem to be having any luck at all talking to the mayor, dearie. I'll
0: say
1: I don't. He jumps around like a barefooted dog on a hot sidewalk. <laughs> Look at him buttering up the governor. I wonder he don't hold him on his lap to watch the movie.
2: Well, I wouldn't blame him if he did. Mm. Do you know what I heard tonight, McGee? What? The governor is thinking of retiring, and he wants to groom Mayor Latrivia to take his place. What? Yes. Latrivia for governor? Oh, my gosh, no! Hey, McGee,
0: McGee, move hmm. that screen back about three feet, will you?
1: Oh, sure, Junior, glad to. Hey, excuse me, folks. Let me through here, please. Uh,
0: excuse me, I
1: want to get through. So, Pardon me, Mrs. Fetlock. So
6: okay, son, don't let them crowd you into the rail. Uh, hey, Junior, <laughs> let me know when I got to move back far enough so that you...
2: Watch it, McGee, watch it. You're going to hit the watch window. The same I am my back. Side. Oh, No, 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 just a minute, no, Please, please, please
0: don't go away. Uh, Governor, let me get your overcoat. There's a bad draft from that broken window. Oh, oh, you have to leave anyway. Oh, I'm sorry, but this little series of minor
5: acts. Oh, do you have to go home too, Mr. I'm sorry. Nice McGee. Wait a minute,
6: I'm sure we have to, to you.
3: McGee.
1: Did you break that window and tear that movie screen on purpose? Well, you see, see here... Oh,
6: hi, LaTervia. Everybody
1: gone home but us? Yes. Thanks to your ham-handed, astigmatic, butterfingered fingered clumsiness, do you realize what your left-footed stupidity has done to me politically? Sure. The governor's quitting, and he wants you to take his place before the chair cools off.
3: <laughs> Am I right?
1: Yes. right. And what do you suppose are my chances now, McGee? You blundering idiot! Your chances are a lot better now than if the governor had seen them movies. What do you mean by that? Look, boy, I've seen them pictures. Hmm? I even took some of them. I took some pictures of you and other people. Yeah? Don't you remember? Remember the fat little guy that kept hanging around and making dollar bets with you all summer? Yes, summer, all, yes. summer? Yes. all summer? Yes, all
3: summer.
1: <laughs> bets like which sparrow would leave the telephone wire first?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Will Senator Taft join the CIO? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Little bets like that there? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And as I remember, you always won them, Mr. Mayor. Well, of course I did. They were very silly wagers. And Mr. Jones always paid me, too fool, oh, Latrivia? Mr. C.O. Jones, the millionaire ball-bearing manufacturer. Look, Latrivia, he wasn't really C.O. Jones. That was just one of his names. Well, but what... You well, know who well, that guy well, is? No. That's Bigsy Stumpmeyer, the gangster. And you were going to show the governor moving pictures of you, taking money from him all summer.
4: Oh, good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> McGee, I... I apologize. Now it's about
1: time. You've saved my political career.
2: Oh, dearie, you were wonderful.
1: Oh, I, I'm really grateful, McGee. I'm trying all night. I, I, I don't know how to thank you. Oh, well, you don't have to do oh. that. <laughs> what can I do, my boy, to show my appreciation? Well, I, I don't want to take advantage of the situation, Trivia, but, you see, but, uh, well, uh, my gosh, but. Uh, uh, well, 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 for goodness' sake, name it. Name it. What do you want? Is there any more of that cherry cobbler
0: left? River and Molly will return in a moment. Isn't it true that you can have more fun and get more done when you feel good? You bet it is. And one food that helps keep you feeling fine is good whole milk the kind you get in double-rich form when you get pet evaporated milk. Yes, double-rich, because pet milk is sweet country milk concentrated to double richness. That's why from just a pint of pet milk, you get the same amount of nourishing whole milk substances that you get from a quart of ordinary bottled milk. And that's why when you use pet milk for preparing favorite foods, you're giving your family extra amounts of the protective substances that help to keep them feeling their best. So when it's milk you need, don't get just any kind of milk. Get Pet Milk, the first evaporated milk.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, just to show you how far we'll go for a laugh and how shameless we really are, the joke about We Retail Spirits that you heard earlier tonight was taken from a Mistral Show joke book published in
2: 1873. (laughs) But to prove that we are not entirely unscrupulous, in next
1: week's show we have a completely new joke, written especially for us. Be sure to tune in and see if you can tell which one it is. Good night. Good night, all.
0: evaporated milk, Pet Milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? How would you feel if a big burly policeman rang your doorbell looking for your husband? Well, that's what happens to Sally Carter in the story of the week on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program next Saturday morning. And what husband Jim Carter did to cause him to almost land in jail makes this one of the most hilarious of the Sally Carter series. Mary Lee Taylor's recipe of the week for deviled beef patties is pretty special, too. So tune in sure next Saturday morning for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor on your NBC station.
1: Steve Wilson combats crime next on Big Town on NBC.